Hey guys, this is Lenny Cosplay. You're listening to Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. My next guest is a sharing cosplay page model and recently debuted at her first live event. A creator, talented designer, and YouTuber, her new channel has an amazing amount of detail and information for creating cosplays and really helping you get crafty. She shares her passions in gaming, fandoms, and cosplay and puts so much consideration into the community with what she shares and makes even creating her own special hand-painted masks to help as much as she can during this global pandemic. Please welcome YouTuber, creator, cosplayer, and Pokemon master, Lenny Cosplay, to the show. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, so before I get going with anything, I really... Uh, I can I can tell you a little bit about my uh, history of Pokemon. So I'm I'm not a huge collector, but I used to watch Pokemon Johto um, pretty religiously when I was younger, and I memorized the songs. I knew all of the theme songs to Pokemon. Love that stuff. Um, but would love to hear you talk more about Pokemon before we even get going with anything. Okay, awesome. You know, that's a great start to get into Pokemon. Definitely reminiscing all of those episodes and all of the original 150 Pokemon. It brings me way back. Um, I guess how how to start things off. Um, as we all noticed that Pokemon has really just exploded mainstream all over again, um, really bringing back that whole nostalgic feel making all of the original 150 Pokemon really popular. A lot of the TCGs uh, that are now being created, um, they're blowing up as well. And they're bringing back a lot of old favorites such as Charizard and Pikachu and uh, a few other of the starter Pokemon as well. And I love that. I love that they're twisting uh, a little bit of older Pokemon with the newer versions as well. Pokemon cards are so popular now. Uh, I know that they are working on a couple of games as well, which is really cool. Um, I, I have so much uh, that I collect and that I've had over the years. Um, I didn't even get to share uh, this on like my social media just yet, but I just got in some of the vintage Game Boy games. Oh, I, yes, I remember playing those. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, and believe it or not, these prices on the original games with the original boxes and manuals, they have just skyrocketed. Red version is going for $250 and up if you have the original, original box and manuals in English, and I remember getting those games as a kid. They were like, what, 30 bucks or something? It's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I think there was there was blue, red, and yellow, and then they came out with um, they had silver and gold too. Mm -hmm. And yeah, my friends were huge into those. Um, I think I played blue the most out of any of them. I, I don't remember a whole lot um, because there's just so much that's gone on between now and then with Pokemon. Um, I just thought it was really cool the the way that it kind of started. Like that was right at the beginning of customizable card games and TCGs. And I just remember that there was Magic the Gathering and that was kind of like my go-to and like there was Pokemon and I really didn't understand much about it, but all the cards were like, all the art was just really cool. 
on everything. Yeah, like they, they put so much effort into um, the detail of the game and the playability and everything like that. But yeah, you have quite um, quite a good, uh, uh, an amazing collection of Thank um, Pokemon. You. I appreciate and, it. <laughs> um, so you, I mean, you've been collecting for a, a pretty long time, sounds like. Um, was that part of your origin story with cosplay or um, did that come along a little bit later for you? Ooh, um, well, Pokemon is definitely a first love to me. Uh, that came way before cosplay even started. So if that answers that, as soon as Pokemon came out, I was drawn to it, amazed by it. And I'm a huge fan of all of the artwork as well. Um, I, I have a strict few cards just put aside for myself, which I just love and I'll never ever give up. And, you know, they're not crazy expensive either, but I just love the artwork or I love that Pokemon. But cosplay, uh, cosplay originally started, I would say around 2009, kind of got my foot in the door and I would piece things together with an outfit I already had because I didn't know how to sew. I didn't know how to craft very good either. When I was younger, I've always loved fashion and designing. If I ever were to go to college, at, uh, I think it's FIT, the Fashion Institute over in New York. That was mm -hmm. one of my dream colleges to go to. And I really wanted to learn how to design and, um, you know, do high-end fashion couture or very fantasy and costume-like things. So this is kind of the next best thing for me right now. <laughs> yes, and you put so much into every cosplay that you create uh, that, you know, I've seen a lot of the work that, or a lot of the work that you're putting into some of your um, brand new cosplays. I know you spent a lot of time um, putting leaves onto, um, onto one that you're making right now. And that uh, wasn't too great on your hands. Um, I know there was a lot of hot gluing involved with what you're doing. Um, really excited to see the end result though, because I know um, every single time that you do one of these, it's just um, all the details and the thought that you put into everything that you do is really cool. And that goes all the way back uh, to, I think one of the first cosplays that I saw you do on Instagram and in your feed, which was Captain America. But that wasn't necessarily your first cosplay, was it? No, it wasn't. Um, and thank you so much for all of that. I really appreciate it. It's a lot of uh, love and thought, elbow grease, and funds put into cosplay. It's a lot of work. Uh, Captain America, oh my goodness. I really love that cosplay I did. So that is a combination of, you know, just some makeup skills, I purchased a wig from a local uh, wig shop online. And believe it or not, I think that costume is a Rubies and Co costume. So I didn't make that at all. Totally didn't make that. But my very first cosplay, I mean, we're not talking Halloween here, so I can't go back to since when I was a kid. My first cosplay that I kind of put together was at the very first uh, New York City Comic Con that I've been to. And I think that was around in 09 or 2010. My first cosplay was Hello Kitty. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, yeah. Well, that's a lot of fun though. It was cute. It was really cute. And I, again, you know, I pieced it together. So uh, I wish I had pictures to show, but uh, this was way many, many moons ago. Um, 
ex-relationship of mine, you know, just brought me to my first Comic-Con, had all the photos and you know how that goes. Now I have no photos, but, (laughs) but I have the memories. Um, Okay. It was like a really cute and expensive white corset. And then I had a really cute, pretty light bubblegum pink kind of tutu. I had really cute doll shoes and the thigh high stockings. I added some lace to the shoes. So I just whipped out the hot glue gun, cut up some lace and I just accessorized the shoes. I had the Hello Kitty hair bow with the ears. I did my makeup all like fun. And I walked around Comic-Con and people recognized it, which was crazy because I did not think that was going to work out, but it did. It was great. <laughs> uh, it's, it's great that, that you put it together and then uh, you shared it at a con. Um, I think that's, you know, it's something that we, we used to take for granted. And now without cons really being very available, I know that there are some, uh, but certainly none of the big ones are, are here just yet because of everything that's going on worldwide. But it is nice. And I, um, I really do think uh, when, you, when you put something together and it's not always like one of the mainstream fandoms, you know, it's not Marvel, it's not DC, uh, and you can go to a con of people like get what you're doing that really feels good <laughs> you, yeah. um, you feel like like yes I got this you know um, I got the character and people are relating to it just like I do and it's it's a good feeling for sure um, one that you I've seen you doing a little bit of work on um, on Instagram is one of my favorite fandoms Thundercats, uh, where you you were working on a Chitara cosplay. That's one of one of my all-time favorite characters from the show. I actually went to a live show for Thundercats a long time ago. It was just amazing. Um, of course, when you're a little kid, you know, you just freak out when you see your cartoon characters come to life. <laughs> yes. But, um, what drew you to that character, or what draws you to um, doing something like that? Because it does require a lot of different skills, uh, not just sewing, but you know, you have to do a lot with wigs and even props and body paint for something like a Chitara cosplay. Oh yeah, it's definitely a challenge, um, especially if you're just beginning cosplay as well. So I kind of consider myself a new cosplayer, um, you know, even though what I'm doing is a lot of work and it's very tedious, I learn each time I craft a cosplay. And it's a great experience to have. And I always record myself and take pictures when doing this, um, kind of like a trial and error base so I can learn from maybe a mistake I made or how can I do this differently next time? You know, I definitely learned a lot crafting this Chitara cosplay. So technically I'm working on two at the same time and balancing life. And it's just great, you know, really fast paced. Um, I love Chitara too. Thundercats was a really cool show that my dad introduced me to. My dad uh, definitely is a huge influence in all of my geekiness, I guess you would say. But, um, and it's, it's a wonderful thing. You know, those Saturday morning cartoons, every weekend we'd go to the movie theaters, any new game console that came out, you know, he was just there for it totally encouraged it so I'm so grateful for that and he always loved Lionel 
And naturally I was just drawn to Chitara. Um, I love animals and Chitara, she's just strong. She's a very fierce character. And, you know, she's not the damsel in distress. She goes out there and she totally rocks it and kicks butt. So I'm excited to create a cosplay based on her. And I noticed that Sideshow Collectibles, it's a company that makes amazing statues and figures. Um, they created her statue figure. And holy cow. Yes, I've seen that. It, wow. is, it is really, really well done. Um, really intricate details. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to try this out. And, you know, I've never used Eva foam before. And that's what a lot of cosplayers use to make armor for their cosplays. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Let, let's just do this. Girl, you got this. Get the hot glue ready. Get the paint ready. So, yes, a lot of work, a lot of detail. Um, I learned a lot along the way. And I'm still working on it. I wanted it done for Halloween, but I had some personal family matters come up. Chitara kind of was put aside for a little bit, but I'm still trying to work on her when I can. I am aiming for her to be done before this year ends. So brace yourselves, okay? And I know I have myself caught up in a new cosplay as well, and that's for uh, a show. You know, I, I like this. I like the juggling of different cosplays. I think a lot of cosplayers will experience what I am going through right now, juggling different cosplays for other occasions and different events and such. So it's That's been good. great. <laughs> if cosplay causes any stress, I cannot tell that it does with you, Lenny. Like you, you are so calm when you're going through your stories and it just doesn't it, it, the, any of the struggles or anything that comes up with cosplay like you're you're very methodical and you're coming up with like you've got like a plan and a strategy and it just like no oh, no big deal you know we'll get we can get this thing taken care of we'll get it done you got really good timelines and um yes and you you seem to work really well under pressure if um, I guess if if cosplay does cause well, and it does, there are con crunches. It can be it can be pretty high stress to try and get things done, um, but you handle it all so well. And certainly you have on on many of your different projects. Um, really, um, thank you so much for for sharing everything you have about Shatara. Really, will look forward to seeing that here in just a couple of weeks. And um, another one that you spent a lot of time on was Maleficent. And I've seen the video for that um, on your channel, and it really that that looked fairly difficult to take care of. It looked like there were a lot of work, a lot of work to go um, that went into the horns and just the the overall look, putting that foam together, and um, just so much planning that you put into the skirts and the details for everything that went into that. Would you like to tell us a little bit more about that cosplay? Absolutely. Thank you for this. You know, um, I'm pretty chill, laid back, patient person in general. I'm really glad that I am because when you're working on cosplay, wow, you need a, a lot of patience for that, especially if you're, you're just starting out and you're doing all of your crafts by yourself. Thank you so much for noticing that because there are times where I literally <laughs> freak out a bit and I'm like, okay, oh I can't, I'm done. <laughs> Time out. But, um, 
Thank you. I appreciate that. The Maleficent cosplay. Oh my goodness. That, you know, it just really came to me on a whim. Halloween was coming up and I love spooky season. I was kind of down in the dumps a little bit because of, you know, oh, there's no Halloween parties. I really wanted to enter a contest this year. I've never entered any type of cosplay contest before. So it's on the bucket list. I was hoping for one of those maybe at like a local show. Didn't happen. And um, I didn't want to give up on that. And, you know, I'm pushing myself to craft. I really want to promote myself out there with being a cosplayer and I couldn't just not do anything for Halloween so I said all right yeah let's do something Maleficent related I got a lot of inspiration from the movie this brings me back a little bit to my childhood um fashion I loved fashion I've always been drawn to it and I always wanted to go to a college for fashion so I wanted to do a twist with Maleficent and add uh, high-end fashion to it so I put together a few things. I had a bodysuit just, you know, laying around in the closet for years and decided to use that. The tool skirt was something that looked simple to make. Definitely not an easy material to work with. Um, so I add some sewing to that and a little bit of hot glue here, but mostly that was all cut and sewn with some ribbon. The horns, wow. Um, I had a different idea for that, believe it or not, how they were supposed to sit on my head. And I didn't think they would be that heavy or that large. Um, this was all on a whim. I had styrofoam from a friend. I didn't measure out how large those horns were going to be. The horns were literally the size of my arm. <laughs> yes, and they were one big solid piece, too, of if I'm, if I'm yeah, I didn't cut them in half or nothing. I just carved it as best as I could, added some hot glue and some wires wrapped it around the horns to add texture to make it look like it was a dragon horn of some sort. Uh, a lot of spray paint and paint <laughs> were used for them. I originally thought that the horns were going to be light enough to just, you know, clip onto my head like a hair clip. It didn't happen. So had to improvise. I'm like, okay, let's just do the headband thing. And the headbands worked out, but I had to use like three, two or three headbands. So the horns looked a lot easier to create than I thought. I used light styrofoam. So actually when I was using the Dremel to carve them out, I wish I would have recorded it and showed you guys, but it looked like I had an avalanche in here. There was styrofoam all over the place. It was a hot mess in my little workshop and all over me. I didn't even think about wearing like protection on my eyes or on my nose. So I just, you know, went, you know, no problem, covered. It was, it was funny <laughs> looking at myself. And then I said, wow, this is just great. I had styrofoam all stuck in my nose and everything. It was just, wow. It was great to work with. So I learned that way. I wore a mask next time and put on some glasses or goggles. And uh, it was a lot of carving with the Dremel. First time I ever used a Dremel. Originally, I thought the idea of clipping the horns onto my hair, like a hair clip. And when I did that, I didn't realize how large the horns were. And uh, you know, that it they wobble, you need balance, you need sturdy, 
thickness to it. I didn't put a wire in the middle of the horns, so next time I'll do that. And maybe that's why the hair clips didn't work out, besides the height, maybe make them a little shorter. Um, and then I improvised, I used headbands. So I had some really cheap dollar store headbands. I wrapped like two or three of them together in some jewelry wire. I hot glued it for support. Maleficent horns have been born. <laughs> the, the way that you put everything together, you can't tell, first of all, that it was your first attempt um, at, at making anything like that that was so complicated. It really turned out well. And the, the, the photography and the videos that you put out uh, really was very cool for the character and for the style that you're trying to create. I thought just really well done. Looking, I guess, uh, you you would never tell that there was any struggle <laughs> with any of that, that you were just covered head to toe in, in foam at all. That's such a relief for me. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. I am, um, I'm not gonna lie. I had a complete meltdown when I put everything together. I really wanted to do her cheekbones. And so I bought some of the prosthetic makeup and I try to do it and it just, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. the, the FX Hollywood type makeup, oh God, no, <laughs> I couldn't do it. So I had a complete meltdown um, that morning when going to take the pictures. I almost called my cousin and said, girl, mm -mm. no, Melissa's friend ain't coming. Mm -mm. She's not ready. but. I didn't give up, so I go over. Mind you, my cousin, she's not a professional photographer, but she knows what I'm looking for in photos, and I trust her, and she's really fun to work with, so that was cool. And uh, where she was staying, she she was actually staying over um, on a farm, and every time I go out there to visit her, I fall in love with the scenery. And there was just something about the farm that was drawing me to Melissafent. There was that big open field and there's some, you know, really cool bushes and trees over there. And it made me think of the movie uh, where she's in the, the woods, in the forest. And I was like, okay, yeah, I think this would be awesome to take some pictures and videos of. And that's what kind of um, really tied everything in together. And then during the photo shoot, she, uh, she found this really large old stick just lying on the grass somewhere. And she's like, hey, you should use that as her staff. I'm like, oh my God, you're a genius. Yeah, let's, let's do that. So um, I thought that was pretty fun, pretty cool. And the pictures in the video was all done off of an iPhone. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I did, not, I did not know that because you um, you actually have prints for Maleficent that um, that you've been talking about, too. Mm hmm. I have a few prints available. I wanted to test the waters and uh, see how these photos would work out printed. Um, definitely some images come out better with different sizes. So uh, all of those came out pretty good. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I wanted to try selling some prints to kind of help support my cosplay. People have been asking, believe it or not, which which is really cool because you know, you know, who would have thought? <laughs> well, I think I think it's really great that you do offer um, prints of your cosplays and that you have um, you've recently also been uh, at a well, I think you had your first booth so far at Tom's River Toy and Comic Book Show 
in New Jersey. And at that event, I think you did bring some things with you, but I, I really liked your your Harley for that show. I think was that um, was that the only one that you brought for the show, or did you um, did you have some changes along the way? Uh, would you would you like to tell us about um, just how everything went at that show? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that was a lot of fun. It was a great experience. Usually, I go there every year. They have the show a few times a year. And I go just to buy. And, you know, being a uh, consumer to a show like that, I love the variety of different uh, vendors and what the items the vendors carry. A lot of it is vintage. You have these awesome comic books and wrestling toys. Then some of them do um, music sales where they have older records. Um, a lot of vintage toys. There's a lot of Funko Pop. And there's a couple crafters, literally a couple crafters, like one or two. Um, it's not a huge show, but it's definitely a bigger show than most of the local shows that I go to in town or, or nearby towns. And I wanted to kind of bring myself in there to, to add a little more to a local show. And also with cosplay, not too many of these local shows have cosplayers. And I thought, you know, that would be interesting if someone were to try that out. There is a really popular cosplaying group. They're the Star Wars group. And it is an awesome group of people that cosplay as all the Star Wars uh, characters and all the stormtroopers. But they all go um, to a few of these shows. And I thought, I'm a cosplayer. I need to step out of my shell. I need to reach out to my local peeps and show them what, what I could do and maybe inspire other people to come on out and dress up as well. So I wanted to go as a fan favorite this time, especially as a vendor to separate myself from kind of the other vendors. Not that they're all the same, but you know, add a little something different to my booth. Mm -hmm. So I had handcrafted items for sale, um, my face mask, I made some Christmas stockings. Um, I also had some cute little headbands and hair bows as well. Just a variety of what I craft. And I had Pokemon stuff for sale along with a few other toys like that. And I thought something easy to throw together. I would do a DC character. So I thought Harley Quinn would be absolutely perfect. It was a very simple cosplay to throw together. Literally, I had those clothes in my closet. I just thank God for Amazon. I ordered the wig. <laughs> I had her um, her pudding choker and it came in the next day. I was so oh, angry about that, but that's okay. Well, you know, future cosplay. That's yes. okay. <laughs> yes. Well, and you, we, we can't obviously control the, the mail or anything like that when we're trying to get stuff online. But, no, um, but still it was everything, great. Yeah. And they loved Carly, which was awesome. So it was, it was great. I was by myself that day. Super busy too, which is great. Um, I would definitely do it again. And I am going to do it again. Their next show is coming up uh, on the 19th. So I'm pumped up about that. Hence why I'm working on my next cosplay for that show too, um, just before Christmas. So I wanted to do something holiday-like. But yeah, for those shows, if I'm by myself, it's definitely going to be one cosplay. <laughs> 
No, that's, that's probably a good idea. It does get pretty tricky when you need to make a lot of switches. Um, but definitely everyone check out the show on the 19th. Is that still going? It's still a uh, Tom's River Toy and Comic Book show or is it a different show? It's the same show. Uh, this time it's on a Saturday and it's nine to five and they're bringing in awesome special guests. Oh, well, I cannot wait to see it. And definitely we will um, make sure that more and more people know about it first here on the show. And I will definitely try to share that out on Instagram as well, um, because it's going to come out right around the time everybody's hearing about it here. In addition to the shows, and you talked about, um, you've, you've made a lot of things for the shows as a vendor. Um, and one of those things that you make are masks, uh, which you also detail on your YouTube channel and on IGTV and have them for sale with a portion of those profits going towards hospitals to put towards their protective gear. Um, would you like to talk about uh, mask making and why you decided to use this as an opportunity to give back and help with the efforts in social distancing and you know preventing all of these COVID related things that are going on right now? Yes. So when this whole mass craziness happened in the world, um, a lot of local craft stores were pushing for local crafters to help make face mask protective gear of any kind and help donate it um, to either their stores, which they would um, send out to hospitals that are requesting um, assistance or local hospitals nearby that were requesting assistance. And I have a sewing machine and I thought, time to learn something new. So I attempted to make a few masks, learned a lot along the way. I got a better pattern from my local craft store. I practiced, 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 and finally I was ready to um, actually help out and donate to local hospitals. When I first started making those masks, I began to search for local hospitals that needed help. I have a cousin that gave me a contact from one of the local hospital, children's hospitals um, in another town over from me. And I was able to donate a few masks to their children patients. And then uh, the contact reached out to me again and also requested, we're, we're in need of many different types of supplies. We also need scrub hats. And I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to have to learn something new again. And you're going to get it. You're going to get those scrub hats. So I taught myself how to make scrub hats and I donated those as well. I donated, oh, I think it was over 40 combination of mask and scrub cats to that local hospital. I had a lot of friends reach out to me that worked at local hospitals and offices as well. And um, I told them, look, I'll make it for you. Just like, no, you're not paying in this time. There's absolutely not. So I've made quite a few of those. Um, I also teamed up with my cousin's uh, foundation that she owns and, and she started because of, of her daughter, which is my little cousin. Um, unfortunately, we lost her to uh, cancer at a very young age. I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, would you be okay giving the name of your cousin's foundation? Oh, absolutely. Thank you for that. 
uh, her foundation is called the Myelin Terry Foundation, and they support families with young children that are suffering from forms of cancer, of funds, a lot of stress uh, happens with a, a loved one that suffers from cancer um, and, and she knows firsthand. So this is her way of keeping her daughter's memory alive and giving back to those families who need any type of assistance with their young child uh, dealing with cancer. And she has been working so hard on this foundation. When all of this in the world started happening, you know, I, I offered to make masks for her and her her warriors. That's what we, she calls them, her warriors. I asked, did you do they need masks? Can I make something? So I donated to one of her families as well. Um, and then because of COVID hitting everyone so hard, they canceled many events. So a lot of her fundraising events were canceled. I just, you know, I couldn't sit back and let that just happen. So I reached out to her. She doesn't ever ask for help. God bless her soul. And I said, let me make masks and let's donate. Let me donate some portions of the proceeds to you. And I was able to do that. And it was awesome. We had a lot of the uh, supporting friends and families, people I didn't even know and the community contribute to that. And it was so great. I think I, I sent her over over $300 I was able to help contribute for that. And it might not be a huge amount, but I know it means so much to her. It means so much to them. And it was just a wonderful thing to do. And I'm, I'm so happy I was able to help people in some way. Yes, and we will definitely link to that in the show notes. So, and, you know, we're getting close to Christmas. So everybody listening, if you do have the ability to give to a charity such as this or to a, you know, to a, to a fundraising foundation such as this, uh, please click on that link in the notes and um, anything that you can spare for something like that is a very worthy cause. Definitely, um, we will keep you in mind for, Thank you. for everything that you're doing and for just all the different ways that you help and contribute, uh, certainly for, for a worthy cause such as that. As that. Um, I would like to uh, switch gears just a little bit and talk to you about your YouTube channel today, if I can, Lenny Cosplay and Crafts. It's a relatively new channel, and I've watched, um, I think, most of your videos so far. And you spend um, so much time and attention to detail and the way you break things down. It's very informative and it's very down to earth and it's very relatable, which I just love. Um, as far as YouTube channels go, uh, relatable content is huge. Um, but, uh, you know, what, um, what brought you on to YouTube and what will we see from you in the future on your channel? I love YouTube. I love it because I learn a lot on YouTube. I no longer have to ask Google for assistance. <laughs> I go right to YouTube and I just find out. I, I absolutely love it for that reason. I became inspired by that. I kind of wanted to be one of those go-to people in like the crafting and cosplaying world. Uh, if you have a question, Lenny Cosplay and Crafts, 
YouTube right there. <laughs> so there's that reason. Um, also to, to test myself, I am not a tech guru. So definitely this is a huge learning curve for me joining the YouTube family and becoming my own content creator. Working uh, with videos is, is something really new to me. I never used a video editing platform before, so I'm just testing the waters with that. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. I wish I could be as really savvy like all of these other YouTubers that I follow and that I get so inspired from. I love how they make their videos. So hopefully I can be just as good as them someday. The audience as well, you know, YouTube has a huge audience and this is another way for me to really get out there to the world and show them who Lenny Cosplay is what she does and for all of you guys out there in the world that i hope to meet you can join me on my adventures of everything cosplay and con related so it's definitely going to be a huge combination of things from crafting to cosplaying unboxing videos convention adventures and a lot more and i'm excited to be a part of it well, I think we are looking forward to everything that you're going to put out on your channel. I really like the, the how-to content that you have on there and seeing anything that you would like to share with us on that channel. I think it's just going to be great to, to see that as it unfolds and as you grow. And yes, the, being on camera can be very scary, especially at the beginning when you're trying to just figure everything out. Um, I, can, I, I definitely know how that goes. Uh, still learning myself and still trying to uh, show up, uh, so to speak, on, on YouTube and try and get in front of the camera a little bit more. Really appreciate it. And, you know, thank you very much for um, for taking so much on and for, for I guess, daring to, uh, to share with us all the things that you do with YouTube and at conventions and just in general, stepping outside of that comfort zone, as you said before and really being present with people who can benefit from those things that you do share. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it a lot. And, uh, you know, every day I learn something new. Every time I'm crafting, every time I make a YouTube video, always something new to learn. And, um, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just starting out a little too tough on myself. I learned to, you know, take it easy. It's not as terrible as you think it might be. Relax, you've got this. And it's one day at a time and you gotta continue just to push yourself and put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. that, that is, that's really good advice. And certainly for anybody who wants to be on YouTube or just to tell yourself these things is really helpful and important too. Um, you can sometimes be your own worst enemy when you're trying to create something new, cosplay or, uh, you know, anything related to that, especially on YouTube. But yes, uh, it's, it's so great. And, and thank you so much. Um, I do have one uh, kind of odd question for you and something that, that I, I found out a little bit more about as, as I was uh, doing a little bit of research into just different things that you've been involved with. Um, but you have mentioned uh, self-defense. 
and that uh, it's important. Uh, you've talked about bullying, bullying being uh, unacceptable and that you've recommended self-defense uh, to build confidence and conditioning. I was just wondering, have you taken classes yourself? And if so, um, what did you learn and how was it or how has it helped you with your confidence and your goal setting for those things that you do inside of cosplay and with YouTube? Thank you for bringing that up. Um, so I definitely recommend that in some time in your life, try and take a self-defense course. Um, and, and that's for everyone in general, all age groups. I, I find it really important that you should take a course like that to, to help you as, as your person, not use it to physically go out there purposely and commit a act of violence. No, it's, it's to help you. It's to help boost up that self-esteem, maybe strengthen certain areas that you didn't know needed some strength. I think that if we were more aware of our surroundings and, you know, all of this stuff going on in the world, we, we might feel a little bit better if we, we knew some self-defense and we, we might feel more confident actually going out in the world knowing, hey, I've got my back in that type of sense. It's really hard, uh, I think, in a lot of places now walking out and about and all of, you know, crazy thoughts that, that might come to your mind. Well, what if that happens? What if this happens when I go out? And it's so sad to, to hear that from a lot of people. We shouldn't live in fear. And I know it's a lot easier said than done, but I think if we all knew some type of self-defense, um, it would really benefit your, your mentality as well. And you would feel a lot more confident going out there. In a weird way, it's kind of fun. You know, you're learning something new. Um, you might feel like a karate master after. <laughs> um, it might inspire you to actually uh, get involved in, in some type of, of sport. Maybe, you know, watching all of those wrestling movies and watching all of those MMA fights, maybe that is going to help you inspire you to go out there and be that person too. You never know. And um, I'm so happy to, you know, to be able to talk about this. So, you know, not many people brought that up before and talk about it. And uh, I think you, especially children in school too, and getting bullied on um, or even in the workplace, you know, it really does raise your confidence and it makes you feel a lot better. And yes. Yes, yeah. I can. I can. Um, I can 100% vouch for that, having been through a couple of programs myself, um, on both sides, uh, teaching and um, being part of the program. So yes, yes, it does. That's awesome. Definitely, um, I would love to do more of this stuff. I want to get into karate, maybe try some boxing as well. All different types of like different hands-on type of learning combat stuff and I don't know oh and you know that would be really great for cosplaying too that would help me feel more like the character that I might play <laughs> yes there's a there's a fair number of cosplay characters that seem to be martial arts experts as well um mm -hmm. and they they it does open up a lot of like fun poses <laughs> and yes to, to add martial <laughs> arts into everything um, totally 
So yes, thank you so much for sharing that. I'm glad I asked. Um, it's always fun for me to talk about martial arts. I can go on and on about that subject. Um, it's been with me for a long time and I really appreciate that it is something that you find important and that you agree that yes, it's uh, definitely a confidence booster and something that I do recommend for people. And yes, just um, give it a try, try it out, take a course online or otherwise, um, learn about that, learn about keeping yourself safe, I guess is, is really the, the, the bottom line for, for anything like that. Lenny, thank you so much for sharing everything that you have today, for all that you've done to build your YouTube channel and for everything that you're going to put out there. I'm really looking forward to it. And I would encourage anyone to definitely follow her there. Um, as we wrap the show up, I do have one question for you that I ask all of my guests at the end of the show. And it is, what do you feel that cosplay impacts within yourself? Oh, that's such a cool question. Believe it or not, I do lack some confidence. And when I cosplay, when I'm crafting and after the cosplay comes together and I'm wearing my cosplay, it is such an amazing feeling. It is such a proud moment for myself. All of the blood, sweat and tears, all of the doubts I had, even possibly giving up on that cosplay. Here it is. I was able to do it. And then there's, you know, just the feedback. The feedback is, is absolutely amazing. The outpouring support from everyone, all of you guys that believe in me and encouraged me along the way to continue to craft and do cosplay and for supporting me, um, reaching out to me, asking what shows are you going to be at next? Uh, what cosplay are you working on? You're giving me advice, ideas, um, supporting me with funds for my cosplay when I craft up items. It is a huge confidence booster for myself. It's a great amount of motivation from all of you guys. It's, it's the dream job, which is not even going to feel like a job if you do something you love every day. You know, it feels like you're not working. And um, yes, I am working full time, but cosplay is, is definitely something I want to do and I want to make a career out of and be full time all the time. This is what you do. It's, it's impacted so much on me. And, and I thank all of you. Wow. So yeah, I, I would fully encourage uh, you to, to take your creative endeavors and have that be your, have that be your goal, have that be the thing that drives you and motivates you, the thing that you feel excited about every morning. Um, that's so cool that, and, and I really, um, you know, I, I really hope that, that it does um, go that way, that, it, that you end up um, finding, the, finding the transition and, and really getting into it and being able to become a 100% full-time cosplayer. I think that's just so cool. And definitely um, from what we've seen so far, I think it's, it's really something that you not only have the passion for, but the talent to, to achieve. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is just the beginning. You know, 2020 has been a crazy year for a lot of people, especially myself. I've been through a lot. I put cosplay aside. 
for a while. Um, this is the most cosplaying I've ever done, ever. This entire, um, you know, whole time I've been cosplaying. It, it's been a lot. And I believe in signs. This is a sign right here. <laughs> Do the cosplay. Push it. That's the dream. Go for it. <laughs> so I totally am. Thank you. Absolutely. Lenny, where can we find you and how can we support you online? Well, you can find me in New Jersey. <laughs> I'm a Jersey girl, but you can find me on social media for sure. Uh, my YouTube channel, Lenny Cosplay and Crafts. Instagram. I love Instagram. I am at symbol Lenny Cosplay on Instagram. I am looking forward to joining some new platforms in the future, and uh, I'll update all of you when I do. Oh, very cool. Um, yes, we're looking forward to you being uh, more and more just expanding onto social media, expanding on your YouTube channel, and really just we enjoy that you enjoy everything that you share with us. So thank you so much again for being on the show, Lenny. It's been great to talk with you and to share all of these things that you've been working so hard to bring to us. And yes, that is all we have for the show today, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary podcast, Scotty B. Bye-bye.